It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. And it's the three of us. I'm Keeney and I'm joined by Fisher and Krusty today. Hello, guys. Hey, everyone. Uh, and so we'll be running through the past week in WWE, SmackDown, Raw and NXT Heatwave. But first, we're going over to news correspondent Fax Fisher for some breaking news. Yeah, so breaking news in the last couple of hours is that NXT UK is basically going to go on a hiatus uh, as of September the 4th, um, which is after Worlds Collide. And then NXT Europe is going to come into play, I think, next year, is it? I'm not sure when exactly it is. A few months down the line. Um, so that's an interesting change. I think it'll basically be a similar show, just rebranded and a few new people on it. Um, but the sad part about it is, you know, a, a few people have been released from WWE today. Um, but, you know, the good thing about that is if they're going on hiatus, they're not going to be doing anything anyway. So this gives them a chance to go and wrestle. They may well, some of them may well get the offered the chance to come back, I reckon, later down the line. Um, but there's no point in keeping them under contract if there's no show, is there? So, um, mm. but obviously I've seen the list so far confirmed. Uh, Flash Morgan Webster, who I actually thought had already gone. Mark Andrews, who I do quite like. Wild Boar, Amale, Amal, whatever her name is. I can't yeah. pronounce it. Uh, Jack Stars and Dave Mastiff so far are the ones I've read. Well, let's hope a recharge wrestling favourite. Um, top five, I've forgotten her name. Zaya Brookside. Zaya Brookside doesn't get released. Oh, wow. That's it's a, a favourite. It's a real favourite. God, I forgot her name. name. It's, been, it's been a long while since we mentioned her. I apologise for Keeney. Yeah, I, I apologise, Zaya. I'm your number one fan. But. Um, but obviously, this comes ahead of Worlds Collide. We've seen a, quite an influx of NXT UK stars on NXT recently, which we'll talk about when we review NXT. Yeah. Um, I don't think we'll, we'll go too much into that now. But yeah, what are your initial thoughts on NXT Europe? I don't... I actually could understand them getting getting done or a hiatus. I hope they're going to word it. You know, binning off NXT UK because I just don't think it's really worth their time. I, To honestly, I, I don't know how many, how many people watch it, how many people... Obviously, they, they basically do it in the TV studios with like minimal attendance. They have done for like a year year and a half before that it was COVID. So it can't be bringing in much money for them. And I question why they need an NXT Europe. We'll see when it happens, but I think you need one NXT. I, I, I don't know why you need, don't know why you need to replace NXT UK. I, I think 
if you lose it, bring some of the top stars up, which looks like they're doing, and just being done with it. I, I just don't think you need to have another NXT. No, I do agree with you, although I remember Triple H's plan a few years ago now. I don't think Vince wanted it to happen, which is why it hasn't, was he was going to have an NXT UK and an NXT basically all over the world. He wanted an NXT Japan and an NXT Europe and NXT America. You know, he wanted basically one for everywhere. I don't I know if that's him starting this is, plan. Um, to find stars, isn't it? And make it more accessible to people in those areas and find people you may not come across. I mean, if you think who's come up from NXT UK to the main roster... I know it doesn't quite make sense because she's Australian, but look at Rhea Ripley. So she came from NXT UK. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you can you, you can still hold tryouts in these areas and still recruit talent. You don't. I don't think you need to have a show in each continent just for. No, I understand. Yeah, yeah, just, I, just I, for I, that. I get what you're saying. I, the I problem think, is yeah. though, with just NXT, you're not going to get enough airtime to show what these people can do. I guess I don't think sometimes from a tryout you can necessarily figure out how good a person is and you don't get the fan interaction and things like that to see how much the the, the crowd are into them. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't watch it if it was all over the world. I wouldn't watch like no, because it's too many. Episodes. It's too many. You know, uh, that's that's the issue. Um, I might I bet... give Europe a go at first and then I'll yeah. see whether I bother carrying on. Same here, because it's replacing NXT UK, which I I don't watch every single one because I forget about it half the time, but I just keep up with it the best I can. But yeah, if hopefully it'll be a good show and it'll be a very similar presentation. Um, but yeah, it's it's unusual. I don't know. It's, it's one of those, I think we'll just have to wait and see. But like I say, it's just um, it's a shame a few people are losing their jobs in, in WWE, but quite a lot of them, I'm guessing, are going to come over to America, work in NXT, already are. You know, people like um, Nathan Fraser, A-Kid, or Axim, as he's now known. Um, and then we saw loads of people coming over for this show. So, you know, at least those guys are going to get TV time. Um, seemed pretty deadly move over another, again, recently, haven't we, as well? So a lot of the top talent, I don't think is... Is a problem. The guys we've seen get released so far, other than Mark Andrews, I would say, are people that I wouldn't have expected to make it beyond to NXT and main roster WWE. They were always going to be NXT UK only people, as far as I as far as I know. Anyway, um, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster as a team, maybe the only ones that I could have seen doing anything else. So I think that might be why they've got released, possibly. Yeah. Potentially, but, you know, at least we saw the likes of Gallus and people like that on NXT. So, you know, they're they're sticking around. Yeah, but we'll talk about more about that when we get to it. Let's <clears throat> move on to SmackDown, I guess. Yeah. Smackdown. What's one thing I to mention at the top of it? This was actually the highest rated SmackDown in two years. With 2.4 million views. Yes, I saw uh, that. I thought yeah, it was in your own right. personal rating system you had for every yeah, SmackDown that, that's for the me. last yeah, two yeah. years. It's my <laughs> highest viewed SmackDown. To be honest, it was one of my favourite SmackDowns in a long time. I thought SmackDown was stronger than more this week. I thought SmackDown yeah, I agree, was a, yeah. a near perfect two hours. Um, it had a bit of everything on it. Um, and I tweeted about it saying on our recharge account, saying it had, I thought they used the roster brilliantly here. Yeah. Um, they use so many different people in so many different ways. Now, I always put that they used the whole active roster. They didn't. There were a few people I forgot about that didn't, weren't used, but they did use a lot of people and they used them 
well on this show as well. But yeah, I thought it was well. One excellent. thing I've noticed is because um, I, I took the comment on board about long wrestling matches taking up too much time and things like that. And there was a point actually in over the two shows where I thought this is going on a bit too long for a um, for a weekly show. But one thing I I don't know if this is correct, but just the feeling. It doesn't feel like we're getting any less matches than normal, even though we're getting like 20 minute, 15, 20 minute long matches. Don't know if we are seeing less, but it doesn't feel like it. I I, I don't think we are because what I think they're doing is they're putting longer matches, same amount of matches, but cutting the promos down. Yeah. So instead of having a promos, but they're not like. Yeah, they're not 20 minutes. I remember there was an Edge one a couple of weeks ago. And I said, oh, it was so nice and short and sweet when he came back and he gave his explanation. And he was literally in the ring for two minutes. He said what he needed to say and he went. Before, mm. you felt like that would have gone on for 10, 15 minutes segment. And it yeah. didn't. And I, and I think that's a much improved uh, way of learning. Now, obviously, if it's a big segment, you can have a promo segment that goes yeah. 10 minutes. If it's between, if it's a really heated feud, two people that are great, like the Drew Kevin Owens promo, for example, that was fantastic. But yeah. you don't need to and do like that. You say, there's five of them so on the much show. roster too, which is just. So is it, I don't know how he's fitting it in. <laughs> it's like you're getting more people on the TV. And there might be less matches. recap pack- packages and things like that as well. Don't forget like, that takes up so much of the show. We are Wait, still seeing them. But... Say that we did see. We probably should get into the actual segments on the show. But this, this is for a segue. We did see a big kind of video package built hyping up the intercontinental title didn't we yeah um, no, i love which, the fact they're doing that which we saw that with the us title and we saw it again on the us title on raw again but they're making and i mean we have been saying on this podcast since we started and before that that my god these mid-card titles need to be treated with some respect this it's just and all of a sudden triple h is treating them with insane amount of respect and it's it's it's, it's needed it's really needed i just hope we get the Intercontinental title on a pay-per-view soon. But let's talk about the Intercontinental title then, because that main evented SmackDown. Yeah. And it's going to be my top mark of the week. Now, there's quite a few options to choose from, but I would let you guys have some of the others. But SmackDown for me, like I said, was a great show. And what topped it over the edge for me as a great show was it had a fantastic main event. Intercontinental title in the main event, where it should be. And it was a real banger between Gunther and... Shinsuke Nakamura, um, as good a TV match as you're going to see in WWE, I would say. Um, it was given a decent amount of time and just, yeah, made real feel really, really important. Um, you had some great wrestling in there. Obviously, you got the chops and stuff from Gunter. You had loads of um, submission counters, strikes from Shinsuke. The styles meshed pretty well together, I would say. Uh, Kaiser got involved at one point. Um, the crowd as well were really hot for it, which obviously helps. Um, there was one bit where Nakamura set up to go for the Kinshasa and the crowd were going mental and then um, Gunter countered it into like a big lariat um, and then did yeah. another big drop kick. I love his big drop kicks. And then in the end, he retained by um, the power bomb, which again, I think is the right finish, a clean finish as well. Didn't need any help. Pin Shinsuke clean, moves on to the next thing. Brilliant. Absolutely, and, and this whole storyline has taken up quite a few weeks. Good segments, two really good in in ring workers. Again, wrestling is not complicated. This this, this is I, this seems so simple to be saying this. We shouldn't even have to be saying this. But if you go back to um, before Triple H in in Vince McMahon days, this match would have been 
five, you know, five to eight minutes in the middle of the card. Probably a well, dirty, if you know, anything, a, a dodgy finish. So I read there was a report this week as well that so you know Gunter had that I can't remember who he faced, but he had a match on Raw randomly. Came over to Raw for one match um, a yeah. couple of months back, before way before Triple H took over, and apparently. Vince and some people backstage didn't like the match and they were ready to bury him um, and take the title off I him. Mean, yeah. And so if that was going to happen, that would have pissed me right off. So um, Vince left at the right time there for, for uh, his career. I'm guessing yeah. if, if true, you know, um, I've seen it reported a couple of places. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's been presented brilliantly. This match was great. I also loved the fact that to, to prolong the match and make it go longer, you had Shinsuke work on the arm to because mm. it almost says if he didn't have this arm injury, he would destroy him. But mm. I think it's very clever and it wasn't like a... Oh, I thought it was ring. really it was selling it so well, by the way. Yeah, until the only time I realised it wasn't real was when, at while. the end when he did the um, behind his back and he, he, yeah. he just like went like that. If yeah. you had an arm injury, you wouldn't just fly it out to the side. So, but during, yeah, during the match like, itself, I it looked he was like it genuinely hurt his, his it wrist. It really did. Um, it was, yeah, it was a really, really good match. Good match. Um, Shinsuke's been prevent, presented well as well, which is yeah. nice to see because he's had a bit of a rough time the last couple of years. Absolutely. A, this is all you got to do. If you can do clean finishes as long as the match is good and the losing participant puts up a really decent fight like Shinsuke has. I don't think he's lost anything by losing to Walter. No, if anything uh, he's gained something. I think he's gained something. Yeah. Because now he, you make you make him want to have another title match for something else or another big match feud with somebody else, you know? And it's it's also it's it's now easier if you want to build him up into a Roman feud. You can do that now because he's put up a great fight against Gunter. I mean it's probably gonna be a losing battle, but yeah, I, I thought it was really, really good and the first and definitely not the last of just incredible wrestling on no. WWE um, TV. So my question, week. I had one question coming out of it. So what do you think is going to be next for Gunter? Will, will we see him at Clash at the Castle? Do you think we're going to set up a feud on Friday? Because I've seen a couple of, not rumours, but ideas thrown about and certain superstar teasing things as well. Which okay. Is... So I don't know anything about any, any teasing, but my just off the cuff without looking at the roster and giving it too much thought is Madcap Moss. He seems to be the next big baby face I think could be pushed into the uh, Intercontinental title picture. That's my... He's, he's a good cuff. shout. He is a very good shout. I think out of the current baby faces you're looking at, he makes most sense because I don't think Ricochet going for it again makes any sense. Obviously, Drew's occupied. The tease I've seen, and I've seen it a couple of times now, is from Pete Dunne as his Pete Dunn gimmick. Um, so he's posted on Twitter a picture of Walter when he had his match awesome. for the NXT UK title. He's posted pictures of him with belts and things like that. Seamus and Co. weren't an on. Absolute cracker. Yeah, and Seamus and, and Co. weren't on the, the show last week. Well, and also... Well, I don't, I don't, I don't, said, uh, I... Sorry, go on, Sean. I was going to say, I don't think we've seen Butch on TV since Triple H took over. That's probably on purpose because I think he was in him to be Butch. I think he got involved in the Drew Sheamus match. I'm pretty sure that was still in the Triple H. One thing I don't mind happening is a face turn for Sheamus. That's the other one. I've seen seen a lot of people. I haven't seen Sheamus tease that. I've seen a lot of people say that because it's Clash. They should have Sheamus or Pete Dunne because they're from the. Well, Sheamus is Irish, but. Yeah. Uh, Butch is obviously English. 
one of those two going for the Intercontinental title at Clash makes sense. And I've seen a lot of people saying it. I, I can see them doing it. I think Both they should maybe turn. Matching. I think yeah. with the match after with Drew as well, I think that there's an easy face turn for Sheamus. He's earned yeah. Drew's respect. They can shake hands backstage. Yeah. And um, I think Sheamus, Sheamus v. Gunter could be about as good as you could get for the end. I, I think that and might be the one match. they do. Yeah. I think and that he, might be the one they end up doing. Um, and I'd love to, if they do it at Clash, well, we're, we're going to be very lucky to see that. But that's better, that's better than my Madcap Moss suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> I, think that's I, I don't think likely. Madcap Moss is a bad suggestion, but I don't think yeah. that's a pay-per-view match necessarily. I think that might be one you do as a, t- a TV feud in between, maybe between Survivor Series where, you know, you're not, you're not going to have the title defended on the show because maybe you're probably going to do Gunter v. Lashley or something like that, aren't you, at Survivor Series? So you could do a feud with Madcap Moss or someone like that in between. But I think for Clash of the Castle, Pete Dunn or Sheamus would be absolutely perfect for the Intercontinental title match. Yeah. Should we go on to something else on SmackDown? And um, I wanted to move on to the women's title picture because we had a contract signing between Shayna Baszler and Liv Morgan. Um, and straight away, Shayna Baszler's presentation is better, just... She seems, seems more like her old self, kind of a bit more ruthless. Um, but interesting development here really is we got Ronda Rousey, who I was not expecting um, at this point, coming no. out and um, interrupting a contract signing. I mean, do you think we're getting a triple threat at Clash? I think we speculated that. haven't I? Yeah. 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 That's how beats, uh, beats the both and gets some respect. Mm. And oh, I loved in in this was the interaction between Ronda and Shayna. They haven't done enough interaction between the two of them. Yes, yeah, we know they're friends. They came back at the Rumble when Ronda came back at the Rumble. Yeah, Shayna and Ronda interacted, and since that they've not done anything on TV. But here you had Ronda say, "You used to be a killer to Shayna," mm. um, and I thought Ronda actually here clearly unscripted oh, was much yeah. better, brilliant. much much better with her brilliant. promo. One thing did. I wasn't sure on, though, was Shayna basically saying she plays by the rules and taking the mick out of Ronda, saying you must play by the rules. When a few weeks earlier, Shayna was snapping people's arms. <laughs> yeah, she, on that was a bit odd. I, I mean, that was a really that. weird line. I'm hoping we are, again, I said this was a better presentation. I hope we're getting to killer Shayna Baszler again. And I hope... I'd be more than happy with a Shayna Ronda tag team. Oh, if, if Liv's keeping the title, which I think she should, yeah. the tag team titles are coming back. Shayna and Ronda as a tag team, a heel tag team, would yeah. be well, I think first, amazing. Let me give you my pred. Mm-hmm. Triple threat. Liv wins somehow. Hopefully not with a tap out at the same time as a pin. Um, <laughs> yeah, not that. We then get a feud between Ronda and Shayna, possibly to survive a series. And they have such a banger that they earn each other's respect, then go tag titles, then possibly build to a mania slot for them to have to have a to match against the tag team champions. Yeah, I think Ronda yeah. just Ronda and Shayna doing stuff together, whether it's teaming up, whether it's against each other, I just think it's an absolute no brainer. I just I can't believe I think Triple H will do that because he loves Shayna Baszler. I think Vince saw nothing in Shayna. That was the problem. Yeah, it's just Ronda Rousey's so he been thought it was a waste of time for a couple of years now, and they how they've barely interacted in a couple of years is just madness to me. It'd have always been the first thing I did, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done. I do it on my universe mode every time I start a new universe mode on 2K22. I'm like, yeah, I do Ronda v Shayna feud or tag team, no. like one or two. No brainer. Yeah, 
um let's move on to so we got a cool bit through the table here as well didn't we um yeah on this well so that was good but let's move on to something else uh let's start with the show actually started so let's carry on with the women and we'll talk about the women's tag team title tournaments started with a match no promo just starting of all things as well with Raquel and Aaliyah versus Shotzi and Zia Lee. Yeah. Like out of the book, there's no way Vince does that as an opening match in a show, um, which I thought was really different. They had a, a decent enough match. I thought given time, it was actually nice to see them given time. Um, well, how, this is longer than all of Aaliyah's matches put together. Basically yeah. this was. Yeah. Uh, thank and, God. And, I mean, and I thought it was a good showcase for Raquel and obviously she got the win. And then yeah. move on. And we um, mentioned on last week's um, review that I think the SmackDown side of the draw is is a lot weaker. Um, oh, massively. And this week we have um, Natalia and Sonya, I think, versus, yeah, versus um, Nikita Lyons as we NXT. Start. I mean, do you have any idea who's going to the final out of, out of I, I don't these think three Nikita teams? And, I don't think Nikita and Zoe win. I think Sonya and... Because they cheese Natalia and Shotzi were ringside here, weren't they, for this match, mm. and got involved. So I think we're definitely getting Natalia and Sh- uh, Sonia versus Raquel and Leah. Who wins out of that? I guess we'll see who wins on it the It probably Raw depends between. on the Raw one, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So if the Heels win, I think it'll be the Babyface team. If the Babyface team, I think it'll be the Heels. Right, I, yeah. I think that's how, But the, the SmackDown side is considerably weaker. Uh, that's not really Triple H's fault. That's the roster he was dealt with. Um, yeah. Hopefully they bring in some some female tag teams on the SmackDown side as well as the Raw side because it is pretty unless they use Raquel and Aaliyah as a tag team, but I think that's a waste We've of got that, the the chance of um Naomi and Sasha coming back. Of course. Yeah. That, they would be boost SmackDown, wouldn't it? That would, yeah, that is a good point. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. That would be a big one. Um so I should probably move on to Drew McIntyre. Oh, go on then. Yeah, go on, go on to debut before we go on to. Uh, and if you yes. don't know, now you know. The reason oh. that, that this is a top mark for me, that my top mark would have been Keeney's top mark, which he'll go on to a little bit later. But I want to give something different. So we got a return of Hit Row completely out of nowhere. I, again, Triple H pulling stuff out of the bag. Did I did not, not see this coming. <laughs> I know Keeney's not quite as big a fan as me and Fisher, but me and Fisher are quite big fans of Hit Row. I like um, yes. I like the premise of Hit Row. The only problem I have is, is I don't think B-Fab's... And if B-Fab's not wrestling... I don't fine. think she will be. Yeah. That's the this. thing, I don't think she needs yeah. to. She's yeah, no, so no, I, no, I don't mic. either. I, if, if she's not wrestling and they're just them two... <laughs> I thought this was a really... Again, I we asked a question at the end of last week's episode. Cool presentation, wasn't it? Last week I said, "Who's come back this week?" Because last week we got a couple Dexter and someone else, and or Carrion Cross. So we got a few last week, and I was thinking, "Who's this week?" Hit Row come out, and I was like, "Oh, like just don't see it coming." Like, just, I just refreshing. This one I um I read about the day before because I said to you guys, "There's a I've heard oh, did you? a spoiler." Yeah, because I said to you guys, didn't I that. Oh, yeah, I've seen what? a surprise. We like, don't tell us. And then you oh, were like, yeah. don't tell me. And I was like, I won't. I wasn't going to tell you anyway. Sometimes you can know too much. Um, and then we watched. But, and yeah, I saw, you know, now you know. I saw loads yeah. of reports saying that Top Dollar was um, going to be at SmackDown. I was like, well, Hit Row are coming back then, aren't they? He's not I didn't know if it was to miss, is he? He's absolutely massive. Yeah. yeah. It didn't say anything about BFAB, though, because it said Ashanti the Adonis is probably going to be there as well. 
They didn't say anything about. I thought they might bring them back as a tag team. I think if they were just a tag team, they wouldn't get off the ground too much. I think think B Fab makes it different, makes it cool. They are very different. I mean, when they got released, we were like, well, we were. I was I I, I think we were upset, but. (laughs) But we were mainly upset about Swerve. We were like, Swerve has a lot of talent. Yeah. The other guys are quite green, but they're bringing them all back without Swerve, but in the same gimmick, just without Swerve, which is interesting because he was the leader. He was not, they all, they all spoke, but. Nice to have more tag teams. I exactly. Think you need I was going to mention teams. it. Triple H Especially is quietly face- building a tag teams division. We'll talk about that when we get to Raw as well. But- and you need face tag teams. There's not many, 100%. is there? 100%. Especially yeah, on the know... we've been complaining who's next for the Usos because there's no face tag teams. Street Profits versus Usos for the last year and <laughs> yeah, a half. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be face or heels, but I, I would say they're face. face to me. And the crowd, what I did love as well, because this is one of those returns where the crowd could have forgotten who they were, hmm. but they got a big reaction. I was quite surprised. Um, it so is surprising. For a group that were, what, six months old in NXT? They weren't in NXT for long. And they were only on the main roster up. for like a month. Literally, like two or three appearances, and the main reason they got big—well, not the main reason, but it is not there anymore. Swerve. So mm. this this was a big call from Triple H, well, I think, to bring them back and put them on SmackDown. Yeah, I think this is a brave call, but I like it. And yeah, you know, Swerve. Too. They look good in the ring as well. A lot they? of people are suggesting people yeah. online that they can replace Swerve with, and then Top Dollar come out and said, "Look, we don't need a replacement for Swerve. We've got three people. We're all equal." This is our group. We don't need just yeah. randomly someone shoved into it. And I completely agree with them. Don't ruin the. Well, I don't think tri- that's Triple H's thing anyway. He no. Do that, does he? Um, no. Will they be as good in the ring without Swerve? Probably not, because he is the best, I think, wrestler, like we've said. Yeah, but, but Top Dollar is something quite special, I think, in ring. Like, they can... just in terms of, he's just he's so different. Huge. Yeah. He's really yeah. impressive, Top Dollar. Yeah. He he is he is the one who stands out in that group. I, I know Shanty Adonis is pretty good as well, to be fair. And they 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 complement each other quite well, don't they? Ashanti and yeah, and then having so... B-Fab at the side on the microphone to talk for them. Yeah, I want to see them cutting promos like they did in NXT. I want promos. I want raps like that time they yeah. come to NXT and like a four minute rap. Well, it's they insane. did it last time we saw them. They had a rap against Jinder and Shanky, didn't they? And Jinder and Shanky replied, and that that, oh, that, yeah, was, that, that was that was the end of Hit Row. <laughs> <laughs> last yeah. time we saw them, they can carry that feud on now if they want. Yeah, Ginger <laughs> and Shanky still knocking about. I haven't Shanky done anything. Do dance. I've not progressed since, since they left. Well, they, it'd be a, a, it'd be an okay first use for them to do, just as a squash. You know, they can beat them easily, and they had a squash match here, didn't they? Against two random jobbers, um, beat them very. Brendan very Scott and Trevor Irvin. Ah, it, good. You good. you got their names. I'm glad in, you did. Glad in case you. they're listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, lovely, to, great to see them back. Honestly, really, really happy to see them back. Yeah, B2. Um, so let's move on to Drew McIntyre at a fairly eventful show. Um, he's obviously... <laughs> the, one of the questions I had coming out of last week's SmackDown is what does Karrion Cross coming back mean for Clash? And I don't think it means anything for Clash unless he gets involved in the match, but I don't think he's going to be added to it or anything like that. But we got um, Drew in the ring, kind uh, of promo, and then Scarlet coming down to distract yeah. him and then the Usos attacked him from behind which isn't isn't a surprise I guess Usos doing what what they do um which then hit led the 1D. yeah hit a 1D and a, a quite interesting interaction between Scarlet and the Usos where they were both like you know not, not quite sure of each other it was a bit like 
just interesting. I think, honestly, we said it before, but Scarlett just brings so much to the Karen, Karen Cross act. It's, it's unreal how much she brings. Um, and then we end up with a tag team match. Um, I think Drew was going to fight them two on one, wasn't he? So in the end, he had Madcap Moss. Yeah, out. that was cool. He came out halfway through. Obviously, he's feuded Madcap Moss a lot earlier on this year, wasn't it? Like day one, Royal Rumble, all that kind yeah, of time yeah. before the Corbin match. Yes, um, well, so yeah. it's kind of come full scale now where Madcap Moss obviously has turned babyface and helped Drew. So I like that. Um, and Madcap, this, again, this is what I was talking about, getting people on the show and putting them in good spots. This is perfect. Madcap mm. Moss coming in, helping Drew. Yeah, really liked it. Um, and the match was pretty good as well. We also got before the match, before Scarlet come out, you got Carrie and Cross and Scarlet actually talk as well. Well, I think it was mainly Cross. Oh, yeah. but he cut a good promo as well, talking about, Roman and Drew being the chosen ones and how he was cast aside. That was good stuff. Um, I like their style of promo that they do. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. All, good, all good stuff, this. Yeah. Good, good, good. I enjoyed it. And then the only oh, thing... I, oh, sorry, go on. Go on. Finish, I was going to say about the finish to that match. Done. Yeah, I was going to Sammy Zayn gets involved, doesn't he? And then Drew... Or was that after the match? I think no, it's no, it was during, yeah. So, Sammy Zayn gets involved and then... After the match, Sammy pushes Jimmy out of the way and takes a claymore for them. Um, and again, Sammy Zayn and the Usos clashing a little bit here, and then but Sammy trying to make up for it by doing that afterwards. Um, but we're definitely getting a storyline where this is going to come to a head soon, and I think we're going to get a Sammy face turn. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. And I do have a prediction for for this. Um, but I, I don't know if it, we've spoken about it before. I don't know if it's going to happen or not, but we'll talk about it when we get to Raw. Okay. Um, the only other thing I, I had from SmackDown was the um, Kofi attacking the Viking Raiders with a kendo stick and then them beating them up. Was this about as interesting to talk about as it was last week when I spoke about it? Yeah, I mean, there's not no, nothing's progressing here. I, I, I think they're just biding time until Xavier Woods is cleared was, or whatever. There's, yeah. there's no real... There was one other segment that I, I interested me a little bit, and that was... The Maximum Male Models segment, um, because it looks like we've actually set up a first feud for them. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, because we've been saying, you know, where will it translate to? Who are they going to feud with? Los Lotharios. Um, but Los Lotharios came in, and that actually makes complete sense. It does. I didn't yeah. think about it, but they make complete sense as kind of wannabe model top type guys. Um, but what was interesting as well is we got the first bit of like tension. We're talking about maybe LA Knight coming back and Max Dupree not being the leader of that group and they were like you know talking and then they were like oh yeah we weren't talking to you we were talking to her yeah Sophia so I feel like Sophia is going to take control of that group and he's going to be pushed out yeah and I feel like Max Dupree is going to eventually be pushed out and then maybe he comes back as LA Knight which I think we'd all like to see yeah I'd love to see that Um, but I think we saw the first sort of bit of that possibly here I just want to see Marseille and Mansoir in the ring yeah, I'm intrigued to see what they do with how they act and and what they do with it. Um, they're not they're, they're not an obvious pairing, are they? So I'm interested to see how they how they do in ring. Could be interesting. No, they're not an obvious pairing at all. Although they are very very good friends outside of WWE, which I didn't know. Oh, I don't because know. I've seen them on. Um, they go on up up down down a lot. I've seen them on there um, hanging out with what? Xavier Woods, and they're always together by the scenes of it. So. I think that's why they've paired them because I think they go on really well outside of the ring. Um, so yeah, cool. Um, all right, let's let's go on to Raw then. Um, and I want to just kick off with a top mark. I want to just say this is 
the best thing I saw this week um, by by a distance, and I thought SmackDown was really good. I think it's a lot of good things. I think NXT was good. I think Raw in general was good. But I thought Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens. This was the best thing. I just cut I off cut a ridiculously passionate promo. Incredible. Um, just, just insane. I mean, and also, I feel like we keep repeating ourselves, but Triple H is changing things. And Drew McIntyre said a line. He said, "We are two wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's settle this." And just the word "wrestlers" and "wrestling ring" that just doesn't happen. That is like mm, Vince's banned words. When was the last time that was said on WWE TV? Probably 20, 30 years ago. It's, I don't know. They have a, they've had the odd promo yeah, where a long time ago, but this but is almost I think like, Cody said it, but Cody's yeah. Cody. <laughs> this is almost like a statement promo from Triple H to say, by the way, you go out there and you say, um, you know, what you need. And yeah, just incredible. Such, such passion. I mean, Kevin Owens is so good. Drew as well. So uh, amazing. Um, mm. And the match these two put on. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll get to the end of the match, which does yeah. hinder Sounded a bit. slightly, but not too much for me, because this is one of those scenarios where you can understand a DQ. Mm. Um, the only problem I have of it is they went like 15 minutes, then did one. Um, yeah. We got an amazing match out of it. The so. match was incredible. In my opinion, the best wrestling match of the week. I thought Drew and Kevin here just just so good and then yeah the Usos jumped and drew at the end the leading to a such DQ workhorses aren't they they are everywhere the Usos are time. everywhere yeah and like I think they must have, have the most segments of wrestling out of anyone mm. so I was going to get to that in a minute but going back to the actual promo itself some oh, of the yeah. from these two because that was what I enjoyed I love the match don't get me wrong but you know, Drew basically saying that he's because he, he is actually carrying a back injury. That is legit. He's got a back injury. Mm. Um, he's not going to miss Clash. He's not going to miss anything. But he has got a back injury. He's talking about carrying. Do you the think that his back. puts doubt? Sorry to potentially. Do you think that puts doubt in him winning? Potentially, surely... but as the champion's not active anyway, maybe it won't make any difference. Yeah, but, but he, 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 his whole um, yeah attack it, on Roman it depends is if he needs that... time off. I don't know if he does or not. I don't. From what I've heard, he doesn't need surgery or anything. So if he needs time off, it'd be maybe a couple of weeks or something like that. You can do that. You can't do what Roman's doing. That's the problem. Um, and I think if they're split the belts, which I think they're eventually going to do anyway. Then yeah, it's not so bad, so bad. Then, I guess, is it? You can give him um, a few weeks off until like Survivor Series or something like but, that. But what I loved is because at first I was like, okay, why is he on Raw? Because he's not a Raw superstar. But then he gave a really good explanation of why he was on Raw, which is... I'm going to be your future champion. I'm scouting out potential. I opponents. love how he just keeps firing off at Roman as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not a job. It's Jabs my at Roman. dream. That yeah. was a proper shot at Roman. That was yeah. a shot. I was like, fair play though. I mean, it's tr- this promo felt so real. Mm. And we always say it: the ones that feel real are the best. They oh, absolutely. Spitting exactly what they felt, didn't they? Well, and you, yeah. And then also, I think. I may have even posed a question or well, one of us posed a question a few weeks back when it was announced Drew was going to go to go to Clash. And I thought, well, they've got a bit of building up to do for Drew because he's not been a top of the card guy for a little while now. Do you think, what, we're three weeks away or just under two two weeks, three weeks away? Do you think they have got Drew to a position? Yeah, because I, I think do. he feels like 
the biggest baby face in WWE right now. now. It feels yeah, like I didn't think it, Lesnar. I didn't yeah. think it would take long because I think he he wasn't he didn't feel that low. He felt like a little bit down from what he was, but he's so good that you can put him in a position he can quickly work his way back up. Um, but yeah, that I loved him as well. Listing potential opponents, he listed Champa, mm. which I thought was interesting. Mm. Uh, AJ Styles. Um, can't remember who else is on the list now, but uh, Rollins, obviously. I think it's also good. He he feels more serious now, more savage, more aggressive. He's losing the sort of silliness of the gimmick, I suppose. Yeah. I notice he hasn't been walking around with a sword. Either. Yeah, they've got rid of the sword. Going, they've got rid but... of the sword. That that was a must. They have it on the Clash poster, don't they? But in terms of him walking yeah. around with he it, he might come out at Clash. Just I think it's a. I said it's, before, it's I think okay having it on he... the entrance is cool. Yeah. I, I I just don't think he should not do... snapping ropes and going to cut people's heads off. No, I mean... that stuff's lame. That, that stuff's <laughs> not going to cut someone's head off. There's going to be trouble. Um, no but yeah, idea. so but yeah, KO's I, I part in this as well. Ready. So Drew KO then comes out because he was annoyed because Drew hadn't said him, and Drew was basically oh and you as well. Yeah, um, and then KO was firing back like i haven't won a title in five years i'm going after every title mm. listed all the titles in wwe interestingly mm. the, what took my interest was the tag team titles and mm. we'll get to why in a minute but um th- yeah the promo was amazing then like you say the the um the language the used wrestler this is a wrestling ring let's wrestle before they had a match i wasn't expecting a match to happen there and then but then they had an absolute banger of a match um just I mean, KO was flying around everywhere. He's hitting yeah. swanton bombs. Yeah, Drew bombs. kicked out of a swanton and a frog splash in a yeah. row. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, KO was giving it. He was. It was like he was sending a message out. Um, he said he wants to bring back part prize fighter KO, doesn't he? This felt like the best version of KO. This did. Oh, absolutely. And it did I think it felt like last the best week of against both the, of when he took out yeah. Ezekiel as well. And um, noticeably as well, Drew did an avalanche white noise, um, which that I thought was cool. cool. Uh, again, Seamus is. I think that's Seamus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but what I, I was talking about the tag division, and I was talking about Sami Zayn's face turn. Now, KO doesn't feel like a face at all at the moment, um, and obviously, prize fighter gimmick isn't that. But he had an interaction with the Usos here, um, obviously with the DQ. He already said he referenced going for the tag titles, and then he also said to them, "Tell Roman, I'm coming for him," or something like that, as well to the Usos after. Which makes me think that we may well get some Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens reunion against Uso still at some point. Whether it's Quite now, possibly. whether that's like down the line, WrestleMania time. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that does make sense, but I don't think that's a, a, a next two, three months. I think that's a longer term. Thing. They're not even on the same brand at the moment yeah. anyway. So I think I, they'll have to wait. I think we may get, I mean, it's tough with Usos as the tag champs, but I think you could almost do a Sami Zayn v Jey Uso feud because that's what it feels like we're heading towards. Or Jimmy, Jimmy, so whichever one, there's one of them that's a bit more mean to him than the other one. I feel like I use Jay. Jay, yes. I think we because could it, be heading to Sami. He's speaking Jay. to Sami how Roman used to speak to him. That's what's great about it. Yeah. But I guess I don't know how they do that if they're the tag champs. Maybe if, maybe they have to, if they have them lose it, then I think they'll, they'll. I reckon you could do a fairly decent mid card feud of Sammy VJ Uso. Uh, Especially just, if Roman isn't around going. after yeah. Clash, because we don't know what his plans are. I've not heard what the plans are for Survivor Series regarding that, because they're not doing champion plus champion because he's got both belts at the moment. So if he mm. if he keeps them, then he's obviously 
not facing the other champion, is he? And if if he loses them, then he's, there's no room for him on the card in that that sense. Um, although they could just have him captain Team SmackDown with the Usos on the team. It wouldn't surprise me if they did that because the Usos also don't have a tag team to face uh, on the opposite brand. It depends where they go, the, the, the direction they go for some uh, Survivor Series because they might not do brand versus brand, but they may well do. So I don't know. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's a very interesting time, definitely. Um, we started the show with the Judgment Day um, destroying Rey Mysterio. Um, yeah. Rhea, I mean, the Judgment Day just, you know, what I, I know, Krusty, you were quite critical of how they were being presented. Do you think anything's you think, do you think they've been presented better recently? I think so. I, I honestly think Rhea Ripley has elevated them I was going to say that. It's I think Rhea. that's really helped. Rhea's really helping them because she's interacting with the men and beating them up. That that makes them look badass for a start. But they've been booked strong. I mean, Balor's been booked better as well. There's no doubt about that. You could be, she almost feels like clean. the leader. It's weird. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does feel like the leader to me. I think it's actually really interesting. And I, I would do it, if, and it feels like they are doing it. I would make Rhea the leader. I would make her not yeah. not not just like a you know a standard leader make a really powerful dominant leader make her like you know Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at uh1.com It's that time of the year your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If she is every week, she's beating up Dominic Mysterio. And they tease the match with Ray here a bit as well. Like yeah, she had a face off with Ray for quite a long time. The only thing that um, doesn't quite make sense with Rhea at the moment is she was number one contender to face Bianca Belair. That's and drop, she got injured. And not like she's obviously more interested in beating up Dominic than going for the women's title, which feels a weird one. I feel I like think they're holding off on that. That match, yeah, it's, I know it's, it's just a match. Weird, I think weird it's not been. Um, you can do that WrestleMania. I think I Triple think. H has just sort of brushed that one under the carpet, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's probably the best thing not to have her involved 
unless you're going to have a win the title. No. Yeah, definitely. She definitely can't be involved at the moment. There's too much going on. There is a lot. Um, uh, there is a lot going on in the women's division, and we also saw a um, another tag title qualifier quarterfinal here, um, which I mentioned briefly earlier. Alexa and Asuka beating Nikki and Dewdrop to advance. I thought it was a really good match. Um, again, when I say really good, I mean it's just better than what I expect from a women's tag team match on a Raw. I expect it to be a five-minute match. Nothing really happens. Move on to the next thing. But this has got a, quite a fair bit of time. And Alexa and Asuka kind of work as a team, and I don't, I don't quite know why. I, I, I quite like them. I, I do like them. I think it's a really good pairing, actually. Yeah, I, to me, it felt like they put them together because they were two people that didn't know what to do with. I think that's Which, the case, but sometimes that yeah. works, doesn't it? And in this this instance, I think it really has. They're a very mm. popular team as well. Both of them can wrestle. Um, yeah, I, I have no issue with this at all. And do you have any predictions on Alexa and Asuka v Dakota and EO? It's, it's weird that they're doing this now. I don't really understand Yeah, next, next week, isn't it? Next, next week I'm wrong. I can only think that you're going to get Alexa and Oscar win because I think um, Dakota Bailey and EO Sky are going to win at Clash. I think that's the... Well, I think whichever one wins here will not win at Clash. I think think there's a possibility that Asuka and um, Alexa win, win the tournament, and then Bailey, Dakota and Thingy, like, beat them up really badly to the point where they're like, we want to have a match with you, put all the title, all the titles on the line in the match. And it's winner takes all. If they Survivor do that, if, if they do that at Clash, winner, I, I, it's probably too soon to do that at Clash because we're only a couple of weeks away. But it, it, there is, there is two rules still. It you feels could, weird that Belair's not really defending the title. Um, yeah, but I guess it's, you don't need her to, she's still in a quite a decent, the top, yeah, top of the yeah. card it's, it's still the top of the card, but it's just if she was doing nothing. Not. Yeah, but you could do that and make all the titles on the line in the one match. I don't know whether they're going to or not, but it's a possibility, definitely. Yeah, uh, just also whilst we're on it, Dakota Kai had a first match on Raw, singles match anyway, beating Dana Brooke. Um, and again, a match that just went a bit longer than I expected it to. I like that they're giving them singles matches, not just keeping them in the tag tournament as well. Dakota needed that kind of solo match introduction. Yeah. Because if they if they get, do lose in the tag tournament, it doesn't feel like the end of the world. Yeah. Because they've still won other matches and obviously they've got the big match in the pay-per-view anyway. So it's not... I, I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's a smart decision to have that. And it gets Dana Brooke doing something. They barely mention the actual 24-7 title aspect of it, which I find interesting. Oh, I was going to ask a question. How long do you reckon a 24-7 belt? It's going to be around for because Not long. they have what, done what nothing. They should, what they should it. do is like maybe no, maybe they won't do that. But I was going to say you could replace it with a different belt, like a mid-card women's belt. But with the women's tag belts coming back, I'm not sure that they need that. Um, but yeah, I think they might just drop the 20, 24-7 title because they haven't really done it. Triple H's shows haven't really done anything with it, have they yet? There's been nothing, and even we've even had the. You know, Danny Brooks wrestled two weeks in a row now, and there's been yeah, no, there's there's been no people running around at ringside or whatever. None, none of that's happened. So no, which is good because whereas be- before we were seeing Danny Brooks v Becky Lynch and people running around during the middle of a Becky Lynch match. So that they were doing it every time Danny Brooks was on TV before. Now it's um 
yeah, just not happening, which is good. Definitely is good. Um, we also, we, you know, we wax lyrical about the Intercontinental title on uh, SmackDown. We essentially got nearly as good a match here on Raw for the United States title. Bobby Lashley and AJ Styles. I mean, how good was this one? Awesome. Yeah, it took a while to get going. But yeah, it was just randomly announced. First match ever between the two of them, which you can't believe. Yeah, that's Um, mad, isn't it? Considering as well, they were in Impact at the same time. They were in WWE. They've been in WWE at the same time for a few years now, um, and they've never faced each other. It's it's very strange. And it's Lashley two big defenses in two weeks. Champa and now AJ Styles. Like, yeah, these are big wins for Bobby Lashley. I love. I I just think keep him and Gunther going until Survivor Series. Keep having the Fen titles beating people and then having them. Clashing like clash that is going to be a, a battle of the titans at Survivor Series. I think piece. I think it's perfect. And then I I would put Gunter Ivory in that match if it's me, but it wouldn't. I wouldn't complain either way that much. But yeah, that's the what I, what I hope they do. I don't know who who is next for Bobby Lashley. They had, they they sort of on a digital exclusive thing interviewed him saying you know what's next for you and no one interrupted it. I was expecting maybe them to be a little teaser, but there wasn't. So I don't know who's next to go for him. But yeah, hopefully he just keeps defending the title and put banger matches on TV. It's, it's not a bad way to do it, is it? Um, didn't we get no. more Dexter Loomis here as well? We did. Yeah, yeah he, he this he time... got absolutely bundled, didn't he, by security? Yeah, but on the um, commentary, wasn't it? By commentary. He, that's that's while Miz was out. Is that right? So the Miz came to the um, to ringside. Yes, the Miz was yes, there. The Miz, the Miz yeah, was there. So that's what I'm this. thinking. Maybe Dexter... Maybe it seemed like there was a, some relation there as to why that happened. Maybe, but twice it's been now on AJ Styles. And I actually heard this on another um, podcast this week that said uh, one possibility is is Dexter Loomis. Like, could he be like something with AJ Styles, either obsessed with AJ Styles or wants to destroy AJ Styles or try, trying to protect him or something? That's that's where the link is. This both been AJ Styles matches so far. Okay. Well, actually, first one was the end of an AJ Styles match when he won last. Week. Interestingly, though, I think we but also we both with the Miz as well. So yeah, there was another bit in this show. I don't know. I mean, I, I remember sending you a little um, picture of it, Keeney. I don't know if you have seen it, Krusty, but there was a bit. So there's a bit backstage where Theory and Ziggler are brawling earlier on in the show, and there's a hand coming out from behind a door. That kind of looks like Dexter Loomis's hand, but also looks like the feed. And hands so not a glove it, on, just just to clarify. Fish is yeah. not just identifying so, hands. I, I was going to say. <laughs> it looks like Dexter Loomis's hand. So obviously, Dexter Fe- Loomis has history with theory as well. Um, mm. But yeah, so I thought that was interesting because it was very subtle and I didn't actually see it at the time, but it was something I spotted afterwards, um, which was really random. Yeah, well, I mean, I um, I actually predicted last week we hadn't seen Fury for a little bit. Maybe they were waiting to do a big way reunion, but we did see Fury here. We saw him backstage with Dolphin. I feel like we'll get to NXT though, but I still feel like there's something with the way going on. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. I think um, so we actually the main event of the show was um, Fury v Dolph after they brought backstage, and I think this is Triple H handling something which i don't think he wanted i don't think he wanted to do theory v dolph but i feel like he had to follow up on it 
based on what happened just before he took over. So yeah, I thought maybe. he, I think he just thought, let's just get over and done on a raw main event. Theory beat Dolph, you know, and just move on. Because I, I think why it was a main event. I think the US title match should, should have been main event. I agree with you. US, I thought something huge was happening at the end for it to be main event. Yeah, I thought something was yeah, going to go on. There was also quite a lot of time left, weirdly, when I was watching it. Yeah. Uh, I think it was It was a good here. match. Fury v Ziggler was a good match. Um, it was a good match. Yeah, I can't complain there at all. I saw people tweeting. I think it was Kevin Nash actually said, "There's, you know, Raw had three pay-per-view in-ring quality matches on this show. I, I would agree three. with that, actually. I think if they um, see on pay-per-views, you would not complain with you. Like Fury Ziggler... Um, Obviously, champ, one uh, down Lashley and... The only thing I didn't mention it at the match, I did think that Lashley Styles went a little bit too long. Yeah, for maybe a, for a Monday Night Raw. Um, They've got three hours to film. I mean, if they want a match to go on for 20, 25 minutes, as long as it's it just not felt all a the bit time. slow, that's the problem. There was a bit, and it felt it a bit did slow. take a while to get going that match. Mm. There was a bit I, of filler and stuff like that, which, um, yeah, I think they have to be careful because he is extending all the matches so much. Doing that could then put people off. Yeah, he has to strike a balance. At the moment, it's quite yeah. fresh and it's quite a novelty. And I love a long match. You, you know that. A- apart mm. from not Hangman, uh, uh, Brian Long. No. But... <laughs> 60 minutes draw. Yeah, that, it was. that was too long. But um, yeah, this was just, I think, a little bit too long. But yeah, I really enjoyed the Ziggler match. Um, it was brilliant, like the fact that, that we're actually getting Ziggler hit finishes now. Yeah, so there was, um, I think it was um, Jimmy Smith said, like, oh, Ziggler's won so many matches with the zigzag. And I was like, has he? The zigzag never finishes any match. He probably no. has. Just, I used to, like, in statistically. But I was like, <laughs> not, not since about that. You cannot seriously tell me. Sir. Yeah, you can't seriously tell me Dol- the zigzag is going to win normally. the match. If he wins, he normally wins with a super kick. Yeah. yeah. Normally. Yeah. That was the only thing I had from that match. Um, speaking of people we haven't seen in a while, Veer Mahan, he was here. <laughs> he, he came, was, didn't yeah, he? That was came all over the show. Beat, um, <laughs> beat uh, Bo Keller. Or Bu, Bu, Bu Keller. I, I think they're just Bu doing... Keller, I, they did it with Omos, Omos last week, didn't they? Where they just have a random squash match. They did it with Veer this week. Just keeping them in your mind. Yeah, you know, it, Not doing anything, but... I mean, are you guys happy with squash matches? Because we saw Hit Row have one. We saw Veer have one here. Just Omos yeah. last week. They're happening I think you once a show. Sort of have a little cheeky one. Yeah, I think they're great was... in between the long match. Like we said, we've got a 25-minute yeah. match between Styles and Lashley. You get a two-minute match here. That's fine. It's you interesting because Veer is another one that I think we may have forgotten about a bit because we hadn't seen him really since Triple H had taken over. I don't think no. we've seen him at all. So No, we haven't. I was quite interested when he came out. I, was like, oh, I don't Veer's think he's there. even been on main event or anything. Yeah. So He's one I thought Triple H might not have been that, that keen on, but got to see him here. Um, got, um, we have to talk about the Ezekiel. Uh, I love that. Update. This oh, was, yeah. hilarious. was hilarious. Yeah. Um, so there's a hospital update from Ezekiel and it shows his family and it's, it's Elias dressed up in loads of different there's a kid there as well. <laughs> I don't know how they did that. There's a the, woman, the dad his mum, and then they had the dad speaking, which was Ernie Jr. Um, I loved this bit. It this, is funny. Is brilliant. It is funny. Um, yeah, it's it's hilarious. That's all I've got to say about it, really. Yeah. Again, what do they do with Ezekiel? I don't know because I think they bring back Elias. Honestly, I think that's where it will lead to. Ezekiel can't come back, so Elias comes back. Because I think Triple H will prefer the, prefer the Elias gimmick. Person. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think most people most people would. I Obviously, think. he had Elias in NXT, 
um, he did nothing in that gimmick. He, he didn't he do did a lot. Did, did not use him at all. He was so. called the Wanderer. Yeah. His name was Elias of... Samson then, wasn't it, as well? Mm. Elias um, Samson, man. <laughs> but yeah, this, this was hilarious. We had a couple of other... Yeah, there's, there's one other match. Miz and Champa beat Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander. A, a, a one-off tag team or a new tag team. Well, this is what kind of, kind, of, kind, of, kind of worked together, don't they, Ali and they, They've been tagging the main event, so this wasn't a, a one-off, I don't think. And do you remember back in 205 Live Days when they were having absolute bangers, Ali mm. and Alexander? Yeah. They, and, and what I was saying about Triple H bringing the, the tag division forward, we've got Hit Row, obviously, on SmackDown. We've got this team here on Raw. Kind of used, they mentioned Miz and Champa being the tag team as well. You could yeah. use them in the tag division. I think they're slowly building a nice tag team division again now, yeah, which is desperately needed. And I think we might get, we'll get talk about when we get to NXT, we might even get one more yet. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, I know who you're on about. Yeah, I think which would be well. really good in, I think. So there's, I feel like he's slowly building up a, a roster of tag teams again. And, and you never know if, um, if Johnny Gargano does come back, you can always have DIY as a team as well. Or oh, Gargano, Loomis, or there's a few options. Yeah. Like with um, Cedric and Ali, if you're not going to, they've got nothing for them individually. That's quite clear. Just have them as a, why not have them as a team? And I think they're a great tag team to have involved together. in matches. Like high yeah. flying, just exciting babyface tag team. Why not? And they've, they've got history you can play off to team together. They, they had like that real mutual respect for each other when they were going for the belt. Um, and, the cruise yeah, way. I like it. Um, the other thing on the show, which I've mentioned, I'm surprised I mentioned this last, is um, Riddle and Seth Rollins is now announced for Clash at the Castle. Yeah. So Seth's waiting in the ring, isn't he, for Riddle? Um, and he thinks he's not there, but he is. And then they come out and have a bit of a brawl, and the match is announced for Clash, which we obviously are very excited for. Yeah, and I think it's going to be an absolute banger alive, especially as they didn't do match. it at SummerSlam and they put it. They waited for it to come here. I think yeah, they're going to put that, on the show. That's a, that a surprise for them to bump it off SummerSlam just for Clash. But it's weird because apparently the reason was they wanted eight matches on the card at SummerSlam, but I do not get why they bumped that one of all the matches. Um, but you know, it's, it's their loss is our gain, I suppose, because it yeah. means we get it. Uh, it's, gonna, it's gonna be insane, isn't it? It's gonna be so good. Um, anything else from Raw? Did we mention apologies if I've completely missed it? Um, Dakota Kai versus Dana Brooke, yeah, we did, yeah, we mentioned that, yeah. Oh, sorry, god knows, sorry, sorry we can mention again if you want. That I had to quickly disappear <laughs> off the camera and did a Casper, maybe. Oh, yeah, that, that, that might have been. We talked yeah, about how great it was, it was. but She's I enjoyed the fact that we actually got a proper match with no silly. 24-7. Well, that's what we were saying about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I completely yeah. missed it. Go back, go back and listen to the podcast and you'll, you'll hear all our views on that match. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. That's right. It was, it was, um, yeah, it was good. Let's move on to NXT Heatwave. Very appropriate name. Yes, very yeah, appropriate. Yeah, I'd say for, well, not so much Should for be NXT drought soon. <laughs> um, we got a plethora of I like the way this started, by Big the way, matches. with Paul Heyman doing the announcing of the card. Yeah, that was that cool. was something different, wasn't it? It was different. It was different. Yeah, it was um, strange was one. Really cool. um, I'm going to start with the skid mark because I don't want to end on a skid mark. Yeah, let's get Here it. We go. Let's get so it. So the main event this is mine as well, which was a really good main event, by the way. JD Madonna, Braun Breaker, 
I said JD Madonna then, not McDonough. It's in Madonna. J- JD McDonough. Last in vogue out. Like prayer. <laughs> uh, he needs a prayer after that. Buckdonner, he does. He um, put up a great fight. A really good match, Bron Breaker. Um, I did like the way it ended with him just being like, <laughs> "Give me another spear," and just like getting absolutely yeah, cut he's, in half. He's a bit sadistic. He was bleeding from the mouth. And... Yeah, really cool visual. And um, again, I I think. It's interesting they put him straight in the title picture and had him lose. It's an interesting way to introduce him, but I think he looks really good. Um, I think I said before, I, he, he's one I would have actually bypassed NXT altogether. I'd put him straight up to main roster. Um, Devlin, McDonough, whatever you call him. Um, but He is brilliant. Yeah, he is. But the reason for my skid mark, and it's not even what happened because the idea of... Um, so basically, we had Tyler Bate come out after the match to confront Braun Breaker. And throughout the show, we'll talk about it a bit more. But Big we got N- NXT UK boy. people coming up. It's to deal with the news at the start of the show about NXT UK um, hiatus, you know, ending whatever's happening with NXT UK. Um, Tyler Bate comes out, but he comes out with the NXT UK championship. And for someone who does watch NXT UK on a weekly basis, I'm up to date, and just last week, they started an NXT UK tournament for a vacant belt as Dragunov was injured, and we're still in the quarterfinal rounds. I think they did one match. I think Tyler Bate, uh, sorry, Trent Seven beat um, Wolfgang, who we saw on the show, but the brackets were set up for a Tyler Bate-Trent Seven final, which is a long-term blood feud, but... They basically spoiled all of that by having Tyler Bate with the belt here. So we know Tyler Bate wins. We know NXT UK is pre-recorded, but they have just, and again, I made the point at the start of the show, how many people watch NXT UK is probably minimal. So this is, this is why they did it. Cause they thought, well, it's very little damage by doing this, but just from a personal point of view, it's kind of ruined NXT UK. For right, me. You can't do that. They, they should have showed them all. They should have just said, right, as a, as a final hurrah, we're going to release them all so you can watch all the tournament. Yeah. And if you hadn't watched them by NXT, tough, isn't it? But... Yeah, exactly. They were, they were all out there, and I, and I just wasn't up to date. That's my problem. But I'm up to date, and they haven't, they haven't shown Tyler Bate ever his first match yet. But I'm, obviously, no, I know he wins. I'm with and... you. It's my skid mark as well. It was, it, honestly, I couldn't believe it when he came out of the belt. I was just um, like, what's when, he doing? Yeah, like, when obviously, I saw... it makes sense now with this announcement, but... It does, but when Still. I when I saw the bracket on NXT UK, I was like, "Ah, oh, can't wait for Tyler Bate again." I think it's not it's not a shock that Tyler Bate won the NXT title. Not with the title, people that are in it, no. But Tyler Bate Trent Seven Finals. Oh, this is feud has been building and building because they were tag team for so long, like big strong boys, and then broke up, and it was just building and building to really, really good, like probably as good a feud as, you, as you're going to get on NXT UK. And it's just spoiled now. And to the point mm. now, NXT's you know records uh, is on whilst we're recording the show. So I usually watch it Friday morning. I'm basically done with it. I'm just what's the point of me watching it yeah. now? I, I know what happens. No. It's ending. So this. Yeah, and I've just seen some more releases as well. Whilst oh, go on. Who, who's who's gone? so Amelia McKenzie, Shah Samuels. I saw tweeting about thanks for the memories. I also saw William Regal tweeting about it, saying what a pleasure it was to work on it. Um, you know, and goodbye. Basically, so I think basically, unless they're getting transformed over to the American NXT, they're all getting released. That that makes sense, really. They might all, you know, like I say, when they do NXT Europe, some of them might get re-signed if they don't do it, go anywhere else. Mm. But um, yeah, it looks like a lot of these people are not, you know, are not going to be 
They, they can't exactly bring the whole roster over, can they? There's, there's enough people on NXT as it is, I think. By the way, I wonder how many people listening know who Amelia McKenzie and Shah Samuels are. That's just probably not that's, that that's, that's very niche breaking news. I wonder if Noam Dar got released because he's you know he's been on the main roster before. You wouldn't have thought he'd be someone that would get released, but you never know. I don't know. Yeah, interested to see. But but yeah, yeah, I agree with you on the skid market. It's it's ridiculous, and it. I love the match, but it kind of ruined the after bit. But I'm I'm excited for um, Bron v Tyler Bate. That's gonna be a banger. I'm sure. Uh, Tyler Bate only has great. I've been. You know, I pick up on Tyler. We've been talking uh, about him absolutely. coming up for years. So. Yeah, he is someone. And now it's not Mustache Mountain anymore because they've broken up and they've feuded. So Tyler Bate on his own as a singles guy. God, I can't imagine give, give me this. Trent Seven up. Maybe as I think Mustache Mountain. I mean, they did win the NXT tag belts previously. They've they've done a bit on NXT before, a long time ago. Um, I thought as Mustache Mountain they could do, but Trent Seven, yeah, he didn't have he didn't have long, did he? He was never going to be a a long term call up if he was called up. Interesting to see what happens to him if he gets released or not. Because yeah, I'm just trying to look see any more information on releases. I again, fr- from what I know, I think he's also like a trader in NXT UK. I think he does quite a bit. I can't um, see them releasing Trent Seven, but you never know. Well, again, just what what would they have for him? Anyway, this is a real this is a real side yeah. project from NXT Heatwave. So like Trent Seven's future. Um, what other matches did stood out for you on the show? Because there was a lot of good ones. Um, Giovanni Vinci versus yeah, Carmella Vinci Hayes. Vinci versus Carmella Hayes was a banger. Was was really good. Um, yeah, just I mean Giovanni Vinci. We've said it before. Even when he was Fabian Eichner, he's he is honestly incredible. And mm. I feel like he's the new Cesaro in WWE, where he's like pound for pound the strongest guy he's got so many sim- similarities i think so athletic as well um mm. obviously he's a bald european man as well <laughs> um so he, <laughs> yeah. there's that similarity but like an obvious comparison i think he's an obvious man. person yeah i think he's an obvious person he's very similar um in like how he kind of looks you know where he's from in the world and the way he wrestles um but he's honestly so so good and um obviously i thought he honestly i thought he might win here um but he didn't, and uh, was counted in the end by Tri- uh, by Hayes. Trick Williams was getting involved a lot on the outside, wasn't he? Um, but yeah, he's he's brilliant, Giovanni Vinci. I was kind of annoyed when they didn't call him up with Gunter and um, Ludwig Kaiser, but you he has. Had, I actually think he's had a lot more chance to shine because I think if he was yeah. just stood next to Gunter, he wouldn't have done anything on the main roster, unless you used Kaiser and Eichner as a separate tag team, maybe. But I, I had a feeling they wouldn't have done that. So actually, it's probably benefited him in the long run. Yeah, I think it has actually. Um, but yeah, this was a really good match. And Carmelo Hayes' run match I continues. Um, thought was decent. Was Mandy Rose versus Zoe Stark? I thought Mandy Rose put out a real good performance here. Sometimes her matches aren't fantastic, but her mic work makes up for it. Yeah, with the rest of Toxic Attraction, but I thought this was an absolute quality match, and I liked the finish. Very inventive yeah. to have her take that knee brace off and put it on herself, and then smash Zoe Stark in the face. It was kind of—I know it wasn't a clean mean, but it kind of was. It, it, yeah, and it, it wasn't, wasn't illegal. Yeah, it's, thought, it's, it's it's a bit of clothing. It's like putting someone's you know glove on. You're, if if you got a glove, you, you you can put it on. I mean, I thought that was really good. Um, yeah, but, as we speak of Tartar Reigns that continue, Mandy Rose's. I mean, I think we are close to a year now she's been champion. I've, I've said she's going to have lost it. Loads I can't times. believe she's still NXT champion, to be honest. But I, I do it, think soon it's time to call them and her and Toxic back, especially with tag team titles again being prominent on 
the main roster, I think. To SmackDown. Uh, and having them on SmackDown. The would be a good obvious move, yeah. person to beat her is Alba Fire. It is, although I think at Worlds Collide, we're going to get Blair Davenport um, attention. Yes, we saw Blair Davenport, didn't we? Because she yeah. said, I'm your next NXT, because she, we'll get to the, what she did in a minute, but she appeared on the show and she's mentioned being the next NXT Women's Champion. Obviously, it's, Worlds Collide is going to be a, a UK versus NXT show. I was wondering show. when we were going to get Worlds Collide again. Um, it's been years, hasn't it? Yeah, um, it's a cool show. For us, I, especially because really we like, like it. it, we watch NXT UK, and it's the top talent of NXT UK, isn't it? As well, yeah. So I think we're going to get Blair Davenport v Mandy Rose there. Maybe she wins the women's title, probably not, but I don't think so. Um, but yeah, well, that, it depends how they build her up. Um, interesting because Blair Davenport, she was on a backstage segment where um, Indy Hartwell got a love letter from the Dexter pop, Loomis. By the way, the pop for that. Did you hear it? it was me- yeah, you should have had a pop in my house when when that happened. I was well happy. <laughs> Love, love index. Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, you move India Hartwell to main roster. I think that's ASAP. what's happening. ASAP. I, th- I think you'll do, you do Blair versus um, Indy Hartwell in the build-up to yeah. the show. You have Indy put her over on the way out yeah. and then move Indy up to the main roster of Dexter. Simple. Yeah. Indy's, Indy's done in NXT, I think. She's never yeah, she's winning that championship. She? She's done everything there is to do. She's had... P- Every teammate, every person around us left. Yeah. All right, some of them have come back now. And it's great that Dex is back because I think that gives her a ready-made storyline on the main roster. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I just loved that they they fought to go back to that on NXT. Like, uh, it's just a really, um, really, really cool moment, I thought. Yeah, and I think it's a clue that we're going to get her called up eventually. Yeah, I agree. Um, speaking of, oh, sorry, go on. Go on. I, I was, I was going to segue. Segue on. Go I was going to segue. Okay. Speaking of people potentially being called up, we had Tony D'Angelo and Santos Escobar. Yeah, there's no potential oh, in a match this. where this is, a the, the, this is happening. The loser leaves NXT. I think was the sufficient. Maybe it's just Santos leaves NXT. It was just lost. Santos. Just yeah. Santos and. What happened? Santos I mean, it made it obvious he was going to lose, but Crowbar I've never wanted face. someone that I like so much to lose a match ever. I don't know yeah. why. I was like, it's time. I'm Get him on main roster. And like I say, the tag team division, if you with, bring with Elite, Legado, yeah. if you bring Legado with him, you've got another great tag team on the main roster there. Well, I feel I said this last week. You bring up Legado, I think you keep um, Electra down. But yeah, you, you could. could do. You could bring them all up. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's a bad idea. To I don't think Electra is needed. No, nor do I. Nor do I. Um, again, where Legado go, Raw or SmackDown, I, I don't really Even know at this point. Even Escobar on his own would be fine. He would be fine on his own. Yeah. But, and I, I think the thing is, I'd be worried. If if this was two months ago, he's getting called up, I'd be worried about it, to be honest with you. But mm. with Triple H in charge, I don't think there's anything to worry about. He's going to push. He can make a definitely. serious star there. I think I, he, should be, he should be the next big like Mexican mm. star. They had the chance of Andrade. It didn't happen for various reasons. He's a better talker than Andrade. That's the thing. Andrade he's, was great wrestler. He is he better in ring? No, he's, he's pretty good in ring. That's good he's not, I mean, he's, he's not far off, is he? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's better, but he's great. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's he very is. good. So he's got everything you need to be a top star. Uh, and that demographic in particular has had a lot of big stars over the years. And I think that, that's one thing WWE are missing. Obviously, they've still got Rey Mysterio, but they're not going to have Rey Mysterio forever. 
Reigns incredible, the fact that he is still wrestling yeah, like he does. Exactly. Mm. But a feud between the Mysterios and the Gallo del Fantasma is uh, such an obvious thing to do. Yeah, you mean there's so much you could do. I mean, I think um, they're kind of leaning more face currently. Escobar definitely feels like he is. I don't yeah, know. yeah. They, are, they have been. What happens? I mean, what was there? I mean, the match itself was really good, but I say for a street fight, not not massive amounts of um, street fighting, I would say, but good match nonetheless. And I really like finish, by the way. Yeah, but I just gonna say, I really yeah, liked um, cool. Escobar's entrance. I thought he looked big, yeah. big time. That last big bit, time. I was like, this is this is he feels yeah, like a star. Th- th- this was this felt like a goodbye, didn't it? A proper, yeah. oh, give him give him the full on entrance. You knew he was um, losing, but I yeah, wanted him, I wanted him to lose. I was like, he has been on there. For, he's been in NXT for quite a while now. He was back when they did that cruiserweight classic. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, no, yeah, not the original one. The no, cruiserweight, the, the interim, interim tournament. Um, they debuted champion. him with as yeah. um, so yeah, name, didn't he? He had a different name at that point. Um, no, I can't remember it. It was called El Hijo del Fantasma, I think. Um, and then he unmasked and became Santos Escobar. That note to other Mexican wrestlers, once you take your mask off, leave it off. There you go. There's, there's an idea. You listening, Tony Khan? <laughs> uh, random oh, little dig there. He's taking his own mask off there's now. Too many, with, there's uh... too much of that. He took it off and he, he kept it off. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he um, he's a... His, this match was really good. And he's, like I say, he's a ready-made star for the main roster, I think. It's not obvious. And- 100%. Especially under Triple H. Under Vince, I would have been worried about him. They'd have done, given him a weird gimmick, probably changed his name, done some weird stuff, but I, I think it'll just be exactly the same as he is now on the main roster, so that's fine. Yep. There's uh, one other match before we go on to a few backstage stuff um, or promos in general, but we had the feud of Corey Jade and Roxanne Perez in this match wasn't a DQ match, was it? But it kind of felt like it, it was at certain points when we had the baseball bat introduced towards the end of the match. Um, and the finish from Corey Jade onto the baseball bat um, to beat yeah. Roxanne. This doesn't feel like this is over. I feel like we, there's more to come here. This doesn't feel like a blow-off match to me. No, I could, I could see this blow off. carrying on. I could see this continuing, definitely. I think Roxanne will get a win in this feud at some point. So she's got to yeah. get revenge, really. I, I, I think we could go to three matches there. I enjoyed this. It's good. I like the presentation of them both. I love Corey Jade's Corey Jade's character. presentation is, is a lot better than it was. has come um, so far. Her yeah. wrestling as 100%, well. 100%, yeah. She she can wrestle. We said Finally, she can for a while. It, it is she really... She, she, it's like she deserves the spot. They pulled the trigger too early, I think. Yeah. Um, which is a bit of a shame because I, I was disappointed. But actually now, her promo work, her presentation... Her in-ring ability has really elevated. Yeah, no, I agree. I think she looks. So fair well, when when her, you look at the top of the card and the women's vision, I think you may put Mandy, then maybe her or Alba Fire. She's right up there. Is essentially what I'm saying. She's right she's up there. Definitely of the a card. future star. Yeah, um, she is, and a future NXT champion. I, I would predict as well. Yeah, don't know. Yeah, um, brilliant idea. Yeah, definitely. We had um i think it was at the start of the show or early on um julius creed said he's watched back the footage and he's gonna uncover some of this was horribly awkward and i think (laughs) it didn't quite go to plan it was a bit weird yeah what they were saying 
but the actual premise of it. Yeah, I, I wonder whether like. whether there was a cue mist or something uh, about yeah. people not coming out and attacking. But we got Diamond Mine and in the ring. And again, it's not completely what we expected. Blaming Roderick Strong. Um, mm-hmm. But then out we of had <laughs> Gallus boys on top come out and attack them. Big Wolf which, Gang. Which I never made... ever thought I'd see Wolfgang get called out. What a legend. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfgang, he's amazing. But what, like they they went to like, oh, Roderick Strong's being X off on a group, and all of a sudden they're all being beaten up because there was a point where they beat up three of them, and then it was Roderick Strong. Yeah, I, I thought, thought that was Roderick Strong's orchestrated this, but then they attacked Roderick Strong. And do you know what I think could be the cause of this? Okay, I think it. this could be Apollo Cruz. I think we could see a four on four. It's a weird one. Apollo Crews and Apollo Gallus. Apollo Crews with Gallus. <laughs> against <laughs> no against Diamond Mine. Uh, because Apollo be, Crews has been trying to get in with Diamond Mine. Why Obviously, Gallus? <laughs> so I don't know why Gallus. And that's going to be explained to <laughs> us. Apollo Crews on top. No, but I don't did, think Apollo's turning hill yet. We did see Apollo Crews at a few bars. I saw Gallus go. I've got a question. <laughs> yeah. Sort of loosely connected to this. Do you think, because obviously a while back we had Roddy Strong apply for his release. Do you think he's now changed his mind? And do you think Triple H is planning to bring him up to the main roster to keep mm. to keep hold of him, basically, and, and bring him onto the main roster with everyone else he's brought up? It's, it's interesting. because That's a really good question. Yeah. He's a big fan. It could have, his, mind, so. his mind could have changed and with Triple H in charge. It's possible. I have a feeling still no, though. He has been but, in NXT for ages. Like I remember when he was having title matches with Robert Roode in NXT. He's been in he NXT was there before the other rest of Undisputed Era and years. So he has to be called up. If 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 Triple H is saying to him, I don't I don't want to remember what you're saying in NXT, then I think he would still want his release. Yeah. If Triple H is going to call him up, I think he could stay. So I think. Genuinely, I think he would be better off on the main roster of WWE than in AW right now with the oh, way yeah. AW presenting presenting the people. I think I don't know though. With the rest of the UE, there. maybe not. Maybe not. Although I don't yeah, think the UE needs him on there. Do I mean, you say that, Fisher. How often do you see Bobby Fish on your TV? No, it's not every week. At one but... point, he was like the MVP. He yeah, was yeah, on the TV every every when week. When was the last time we saw Kyle O'Reilly wrestle a match or do anything yeah. of significance? Like, well, they've been I, injured. I, they've been injured. Yeah, no, no, but I don't know what you said, but these, there is potential, but I don't if think you go back to UE days, said it that well. Undisputed Era in NXT, even then, it was rare you had Bobby Fish, even Kyle O'Reilly really have many matches. It wasn't too, till the end when they all started splitting up that you really saw them sort of individually. I think yeah. a faction of four is quite difficult to please everybody, and is, the, how yeah. stacked AW is very difficult to get to get him there. Uh, they so. are they are not um, against big factions, I don't know, AW. So AW would want him hundred percent, and um, I just yeah, I, I think it's actually I actually it's a question I don't have an answer to, Krusty. Uh, realistically, I I I I think it could go both ways. I, I don't know which way it's going to go. With yeah, I, I don't know either. But he asked for his release. Three months ago, and he's, he's still, still here. here wrestling. He still good, won every NXT matches. every week. He's on NXT doing yeah. fairly important stuff, so he might change his mind anyway. By the sounds, you know, the fact he, he's it's possible, yeah. he's, he's still playing ball, so who knows? Um, what else did there was the uh, the arrival? Well, the promo package for Quincy Elliott, the super diva, um, arriving 
next week. I know he's been on NXT Level Up. I've seen some clips. Very over the seems, top. Seems, seems like a very style. big, big character. Very different. Yeah. Um, got a bit of Viscera vibes about him. Um, got a bit of Gold Dust vibes. Bit of Velveteen. I've seen a lot of comparisons to Velveteen Dream. I did think Velveteen yeah. Dream. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's what I thought actually. Like, I've seen clips of him. He's like twerking against the ring post and stuff like that. Like he's going to be very. He's a comedy wrestler. He's something different for this NXT roster. So I welcome it and we'll see how he does. Yep. Yeah, looking forward to it. Is it, is it next week? He's apparently he's really good. People have said he's good as well. Like he's actually good in the ring. Yeah. So if he's good in the ring, then obviously that helps. Yeah. Very intrigued to see him, definitely. Um, we got, there's not much else actually. I'm trying to look at him. No, I think we've not, gone for everything. Not there was a, a lot of towns. Gallus made a challenge to Briggs and Jensen for the NXT. Yes. NXT I knew titles. someone did. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, so we're getting that next week. So. I don't know if they're going to get that because of Worlds Collide. Yeah, but um, who have they just started a feud with, Gallus? The NXT champion. Don't mind. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll get... So Gallus Briggs could win Jensen that. Versus... Oh, yeah, okay, but would yeah, it make maybe. more sense for Gallus to win the tag belts and then have Gallus who done mine for unification? Yep. You could do that or you could have Gallus versus Diamond Mine for that belt and Pretty Deadly versus Briggs and Jensen for the other one. Because it's still NXT, they're kind of NXT UK. Sort of. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they've been annoyed that the belts have come over as well, haven't they? Yeah, and um, obviously, so um, yeah, I don't know. I could see them. I mean, they might even do like a fatal four-way tag team match or something crazy like that with both yeah, belts you, on the you, line. You could or, do that actually. You like, could do it that. wouldn't surprise me if they do like a big ladder match or something with all the both belts in there. Or you know, there's plenty of options there, which is quite exciting. Yes, yeah, um, I have nothing else for next day. Was that uh, everything for show? You got any cheeky little no, facts? No, I've only seen a couple more confirmed. Couple, a couple more, more releases right at the end. Um, Ashton Smith. No, he, uh, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was getting over, yeah. And Nina Samuels, who I personally quite liked. The Nina Samuels show is over. Yep. She even <laughs> tweeted that she said the show is over. Oh, there you go. Oh, no. <laughs> Me and Nina Samuels like that. Um, but that's it so far, I believe. I've been trying to sort of refresh it. Because um, yeah, maybe we'll not tweet out a completed list when we know one, or yeah. a retweet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. no, I, I, I think that'll, that'll just be something happening throughout the night. Well, yeah. I hope you all feel sufficiently plugged into the world of WWE professional wrestling. We have been recharged wrestling. Uh, keep an eye out for Fisher's AW pod. They'll well, be releasing. I did. I said that last week, and I didn't end up doing one. But I will oh, try and do well, one. Well, 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 a lad down. Well, the Frank thing Fisher is, is not full of facts. So the thing is, my camera. I apologise, people who are actually watching on YouTube. You can't see me. I mean, it's been okay the second half of this show. But if you can give us a table, I don't want to do a one-man like show. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, we might actually be able to afford to get Fisher a camera. So please <laughs> yeah. like and subscribe yeah. on our YouTube channel. Search Recharge Wrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Interact with us. Ask us questions. We will actually answer them on the podcast if you do ask us a question. Yeah. Um, no, I will. I will do an AEW one this week because there was. I've got a lot to say about this week's episode. There was, you know. So I think uh, I will I try and wait to listen tomorrow. to something to tune into. Yeah, tune on in. So yeah, uh, check out that. Check out all of our content, and we'll see you next week for another WWE podcast. Thanks for listening. See you guys. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.